0: What's up? Hey, what's going on? Welcome to this edition of The Chalene Show. It's Car Smart Friday. We're going for a ride in my car. So please put your seatbelt on because I want you to be safe. All right, so kick back in and just relax for a second. Let me just tell you what's been going on. So the first thing I have to say is just for the ladies' lashes. Let's talk lashes for a second. Now, I know some of you are not into lashes at all. You don't care. But for those of you who are like... You know, I kind of like to try a lash strip or I'm, maybe you're doing lash extensions or whatever. Like, I just think when you have just anything, like a little bit of mascara, you look more awake. You just feel better, I do anyway. So I've worn lash strips every single day for, I don't know, 15 years probably, for the most part, almost every single day. And I'd done lash extensions once probably like five years ago, and it just wasn't for me. Like, they drove me crazy. I didn't like the way they looked at all. Like, even on day two, I didn't like them. So I did them again recently. I did them before I went in for my surgery. I thought, okay, there's just one less thing I have to deal with. I'm just going to get my lashes done. So I had my lashes done and I love them. I thought the girl did them like amazing. And I think they probably have changed. And like all things, I'm sure it depends on who you go to. This gal that I went to, I love the way they looked. They lasted a really long time. I think I had them in for over two, almost three weeks. Yeah. And I was pretty careful with them. And, you know, then, of course, each week they were, you know, kind of getting janky looking. And by the time I went in to have them replaced, like, I really needed them done. But then she replaced them. But I don't know exactly how that works. Like, I guess they don't take them all off. They just, they leave the ones on that are kind of growing out. And then they add some in where you were missing them and so forth. And it just looked okay. So I'm going over these big speed bumps. I didn't love it. And and then after about three days, they looked kind of like, just, you know, wonky, like they're kind of crossing over each other and I just didn't like it. And so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna fill in the spots where a couple have fallen out with some individual lashes. And then I'm like, what am I doing? This is such a pain in the butt. I can't do this. I can't do this. And plus I hate maintenance appointments, like laying there with my eyes closed. It's one thing to do I don't know, like your nails, because you can still like work on your phone or return emails. Or even when you're getting your hair done, you can still like, you know, get things done. But when you're doing your lashes, you literally have to lay there and close your eyes. And, you know, it's not like you can meditate because usually the person who's doing it is talking and, you know, the gal was lovely, but it's just not for me. So then I'm like, all right, so what alternatives do I have? So I went to Instagram and thank you to those of you who are like, hello, have you tried Lashify? And then a bunch of you, when I started asking about it, and then a bunch of you were like, oh, there's also a lesser expensive version of Lashify called, or by Kiss. Kiss is like a lash brand that you can get at the drugstore. And there's a less expensive version called False Scara. And I guess there's a bunch of different companies now that make these. They're like, do it at home, your own version of lash extensions. But in my opinion better because you don't do individual lashes if you can imagine doing these like little teeny tiny sections of a lash band but they're really super light and you actually put them under your lashes does that make sense like you know what I mean like whereas a lash band you lay on top of your lashes these you go from underneath and so I'm like all right I'm game I'll try it why not and I guess they last for like a week that sounds great to me so I ordered my lashify kit And it hasn't come in yet. So then I went to, because I'm very impatient, so then I went to CVS and I bought the Falscara set. And I've had them on now for three days, and y'all, okay, first of all, I think they look more natural than a lash band. I think they look way more natural than lash extensions. Now, I just think, maybe it's me, but it's pretty rare when I see someone who has lash extensions where I think, oh, those look great. Regularly see people with lash strips where I think it looks fantastic, but rarely do I see. Sorry, no offense. I rarely see somebody with lash extensions where I think they look natural. They're usually like just either just out of control, wonky, or too curled or too. I don't know. Anyways, these look supernatural I cannot believe how easy it was to put them on so basically what you do is they give you this like formula in a wand and you just brush it on your lashes and then you adhere the lashes like right underneath and I can't wait to tell all my girlfriends about these because like I mean it's day three but like I'm like even if they only lasted three days I'm down because then I think you can reuse them it sure seems like it I don't think they're human hair I think they're like I don't know Anyways, enough about that. I will let you know, because everyone, I've, I've watched a bunch of Amazon videos, or sorry, YouTube videos, and of people reviewing, like, the difference between the Falscara, which is, like, I think, like, 20 bucks for a kit, and then the Lashify, which is, I think, like, 120 bucks for the starter kit. That's just for the starter kit. And a lot of people said they're really, really close, but the Lashify ones are prettier. So, yeah, anyways, there's that. Okay, so what else is going on this week? Well, still just hearing from so many people regarding plastic surgeons, specifically the one that I'm not going to talk about. People just keep finding that podcast and finding a way to, to reach me and wanting to tell me everything. So many past employees. You guys, I wish I could tell you more. Someday I may, but let me just say, wow, wow. Every single day, I hear from two or three other people. And I'm like, this is just never-ending. And I just feel this obligation. Like, I can't go, yeah, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I I have to hear their stories and try to offer advice if I can. But the bigger picture to me, because I've joined a couple of these, like, plastic surgery forums on Facebook, is it's just... (laughs) It's ridiculous how much protection this class of doctors has. And I know that there are really great plastic surgeons out there. I know quite a few of them. But man, oh man, things are set up to protect the bad ones like you cannot believe. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And lawyers will not take a a medical malpractice case when it comes to plastic surgery because you just pretty much can't win it. And there's a 250 cap on it it, here in the state of California. I don't know what it is in other states. And so by the time someone tries to fight it and they just know it's going to be so costly and with the experts and the, you know, sending people to for diagnoses, etc. It's just I guess it's just really impossible to win one of those cases. And these plastic surgeons, they know that. And they also know that they are, you know, geez, it's her word against mine, right? Like she came in to have her breast examined. And so they're getting away with this crazy lewd, sexually aggressive, sometimes sexual assaults. And these women feel like they, again, I'm speaking generally, I'm not speaking about one plastic surgeon in particular, but I'm just hearing this happening You know, more often than I could have ever imagined. And in fact, here in California, a doctor in Brea, which is like 20 minutes down the road from me, was just indicted on sexual assault of two of his patients. So, you know, I hope the medical board, like, friggin' gets it. I hope somebody sues the medical board. I really do. And says, like, enough of this moving slow and protecting them. Why is that confidential if a doctor is sued for malpractice? And why is it? confidential, if they have a patient accident, if there are inquiries, like it just doesn't make any sense to me that that's not immediately known to consumers. So that is still consuming, as you can tell, a lot of my mental focus, but I have been able to this week, like kind of get back into work. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I have to just put limits on it, especially with people who hyper focus, such as myself. I could spend all day, all night digging into this and just like becoming the Aaron Brockovich of plastic surgery laws and getting the laws changed. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I think the laws really do need to change. But if I focus all my time on that, I can't get any work done and that doesn't help me to help you. You know what I mean? Like, there's more to life than just that. I I still need to focus on taking care of my, my students, my members, the marketing impact members, and the members who are. Inside the Insta Club hubs. So this, what did I do to do that? I, I just put limits on myself this week. So right now, I'm only allowing myself to spend about an hour each day on either, you know, taking some of those calls or doing some of that research, and that's it. Other than that, it's you know work as usual so I'm really excited about doing some Instagram trainings that I have coming up I've been also working with a CBD company oh you guys know duh hello my soul CBD because they're a sponsor of the show so when Bob was living with us you know we found ways to basically almost every single supplement that he needed we found a high quality gummy because he didn't like to take capsules and the one thing that we really couldn't find for him was a, a quality gummy, sleep gummy. Now, there are quite a few melatonin gummies out there, but I was having to combine a melatonin gummy with a My soul CBD gummy, and then just like trying to play with the dosages of that, and, you know, it was just kind of funky. And what I really wanted to do was just give them some of their dream capsules because they work so great, but they didn't have that in a gummy form, so, obviously, on uh, great relationship with the folks over there at my Soul CBD. Oh, in fact, in fact, in fact, on Monday, oh my gosh, I can't even wait for you guys to hear this episode. So I interviewed the CEO of my Soul CBD, Mike Lee. He's a former boxer, competitive athlete, super cool guy. And I just picked his brain on everything we need to know about gummies in general, not just like theirs, but like, you know, because when I first started getting into this whole health craze, I was very... I don't know how you guys feel about gummies, but I was like, gummies? What? Like, they can't possibly work. You know what I mean? And now they're much more commonplace, and they're better quality, and they... Now I realize how... I think a lot of things are going to go to gummy form, and we talk about that on Monday's episode, and you'll understand why I think gummies are the way to go for, like, a lot of different medications because you can really customize your dosage. You can't bite a capsule in half, but you can bite a gummy in half. Anyways, so I went to them and said, you know, is there any way we could, like, formulate something that would be almost like the dream capsule that, like, you know, I could take, obviously, or that would work for Bob and work for in a gummy form. And so we started working on, they're like, absolutely. We'll, you know, speak to our lab and we'll start formulating some things and and we'll do some additional research and see if we can't even improve it beyond what we have already in the dream capsule. And it's really, really expensive ingredients. It's basically like three gummies in one it's very potent. Oh, it's available. So I talked about it earlier this week and I made a mistake and said, I thought it. I really messed up. <laughs> they were like, thanks a lot, Shaleen. We got lots of calls. Well, I messed up and I thought it was available and it wasn't yet, but it is now. And you get 15% off. You just go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Chalene, And right now, when you go there, you'll see all the information about this. We call it sleepy. It's called the sleepy gummy. Now, I'm not trying to turn this into an ad. I'm just trying to tell you that, like, it really freaking works. And I am loving it. And one of the reasons why I really love it is because with the dream capsules, this is true confession. When I take one, it works pretty well. When I take two, it almost works too well. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, so knocked out that I could feel... Like, it's almost hard to wake up in the morning. I'm not groggy when I wake up. Not groggy, but it's like, I almost want to keep sleeping. You know what I mean? And with the gummies, same thing. If I take one, it's pretty good. Two is too much. Even one and a half is probably too much for me. So I've been going like one and a quarter. And that's just me. But they have an additional ingredient in them that the Dream Capsules don't, which is cannabinol. So it has CBD cannabinol and melatonin but it's just the right amount of those three things if one gummy isn't perfect for you you can kind of play with the dosage maybe it's too much maybe you only eat a half a gummy you know what i mean but it's the cannabinol which comes from the cannabis plant but it doesn't have any thc so you're not going to get high from it at all you won't feel that at all i'm just telling you you take these and you start feeling sleepy which is why we named them the sleepy gummy so i'm pretty excited about that Okay, also really excited to tell you guys that I'm really looking forward to some things. Like, I'm really looking forward to going to New York. Brett and I are going to spend a whole month in New York. We just need to get away. We want to get away. We've been looking forward to it for so long. And so we rented a really cool, like, Airbnb. I almost said house, but I think they're all, like, apartments. But it's, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, an apartment house. It's pretty big. And I'm really excited. I'm excited to do that. Like just like these are the adventures that we've been putting off for like two years now during COVID. And then while we had Bob and just, you know, it's a little chance to get away and and have some fun and travel a little bit before wedding season is upon us. Cause you know, Sierra's wedding is like right around the corner. She is living with us again. Did I tell you that last week? I think I did. Well, her lease was up. So she was like, and she was living with a roommate and her fiancé lives with a roommate but his lease isn't up yet and they don't want to live together before they get married which I totally respect. We didn't do that. Brett and I, we lived together before we got married and Brock and his girlfriend live together. They're getting married next September and I've had a few of you like reach out and say like, hmm, I know you're a Christian. How do you feel about that? I'm like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I feel fine about it. (laughs) It's... Uh, sometimes the judgiest mc- judges are y'all who claim to be Christian, but it's like, he's an adult and she's an adult. And I did it, you know, we did it too. And I, I actually thought it was a really good idea because we worked, you know, like, listen, before you get married and start having kids, you might want to figure out how well you can cohabitate. Sierra and Roman have decided not to do that. And I totally respect, like, I think you have to decide that thing for yourself. And my kids are adults and I'm going to let them make their own adult decisions. You know, if I have to tell my kids what to do once they're adults and I didn't do my job when they were kids, you know what I'm saying? I just truly believe that once they're adults, you have to love and respect them. And if they want your opinion, they'll ask for it. But other than that, like stay out of their business, she said, and she'll probably eat those words later. It's hard. It is hard to stay out of their business, but I think you need to. And I'm going to do my best to be the world's greatest mother in law and just not be in people's business and just love and support. And I'm here if you want to ask advice. And I'm just, I'm always just going to encourage you just go to therapy. Just have a wise advisor. Go to therapy and go to church. Read the Bible. Talk to smart people. Hang out with smart people. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so Sierra moved back in with us until the wedding. So and Roman are getting married in February and her lease was up. So she moved back home and I have to tell you, like she has matured about 15 years since when she was living with us during COVID, you know, and I don't know if any of you have like kids who are in their late, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. I think that age range needs a name because that's a really hard age. I don't know anyone Or any of my friends who have kids that age who don't find that they really struggle. They really struggle with like, who am I? And especially right now, who am I? What am I going to do with my life? Am I doing enough? Am I a total loser? Tell me in the pod squad, you guys, if this is true for you. I find that that age group, I didn't feel that kind of pressure at their age. But man, this age nowadays, they feel so much pressure. And they just feel like whatever they're doing right now needs to be the biggest thing and the thing that they're doing for the rest of their lives. And they just don't feel like they're enough and they feel like they're going to be a disappointment. And They feel like they don't measure up and they feel like whatever they're doing isn't big enough or grandiose enough. And I'm like, dude, you just don't even understand like what you're doing right now is nothing compared, you know, you're gonna do so much in the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Like, don't worry about it. Just live your life. Just try all the things. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about making money. Just try all the things. That's what I want these kids to know so they can enjoy themselves. And But man, they just get so stressed and anxiety ridden. And I think Sierra was kind of going through that at the end of COVID when she had moved back in to our place after being in LA. And she just finished school at FIDM. And I think she felt like, okay, well, I'm done with school. I guess I better be a successful multimillionaire. You know, and it's like, no, you actually need to struggle. And you need to like be a little freaked out because you're not sure how you're going to pay all your bills this month. And you need to have roommates that you don't necessarily get along with. And you need to have your car break down and try to figure out how you're going to pay for it. You know, like all those things that you experience when you're first out on your own. And it's just hard. And you go... It's okay. Life's going to be okay. And so, you know, when she was home, I think she was kind of going through that transition, and I think she had a lot of anxiety and worry, and and then moving out again on her own into uh, an apartment in Costa Mesa, California, and then she started her own business and um, with branding and design, and I just think she feels much more confident and secure and. I think she just realizes now, like, it's all going to work out and I have what I need. I have everything that I need in order to figure out what I need to figure out. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to figure everything out. Everything's going to be okay. So it's really cool to have her move back in with us because she's like, it's like having like the world's greatest house guest. She cleans, she cooks. She grocery shops, she keeps her room clean, she lets the dogs out, like she's so conscientious, like even this morning, I mean, she's only been there for like two weeks now, but she sent Brett and I like a text this morning and said, I love you guys so much, thank you so much for letting me move back in, I hope I'm not annoying, and please just let me know if you guys need a couple of nights alone, or if you just want to be on the couch by yourself, I thought, how thoughtful, how lucky am I, seriously, how lucky am I? And I can say that about both my kids, like even Brock, like the last two weeks, last three weeks, I've not been a great business partner to him. You know, we run the Insta Club Hub together. And I like to think, I hope he feels this way, that we've been great partners, like really sharing the workload. But man, the last three weeks, I'm like, Brock, you got this? Because your mom is going off the deep end right now. And he's like, Mom, I got it, I got it. And like, never complained once, in fact, when I was ready to come back and do a live with him, he was like, Mom, don't worry. No, Mom, don't worry. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. You just rest. It was so amazing. I mean, in general, I just I feel very fortunate. But it's not luck. I mean, a little bit of it's luck. Because you can be like the best parent in the world, and sometimes your kids are just you know what I mean? Like their own individuals. You just don't know how things are going to go and you can only do your best and you try to create that very solid foundation. But at the same time, they have their own unique DNA. And, you know, I I just think as I, I want to say get older, but as I have more experience and meet more incredible people who I know are incredible parents and they've had kids who just have really struggled that sometimes it is what it is. And I hate to think that someone might beat themselves up or feel guilt because it's also part of God's plan you know anyways I'm very grateful that both my kids are happy and they've got people who they're in love with and last time I said that you know there's always that one person who has a problem and I don't know why I let that stick in my head but there's I, I got like some crazy woman sending me this long email about how I shouldn't talk about how I'm happy that my kids have found someone because you know, would I not be happy if they hadn't found that? Listen, I was happy with my kids long before either of them were dating anyone, so zip it. I also got back into my workouts a little bit this week. And I'm not going to lie. It was kind of nice not being able to work out. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I just is part of every single day and You know, there's the getting ready to go work out and putting on your clothes and then figuring out what workout you're going to do. And then like, you know, meeting with my trainer or going to do my own thing at the gym and then driving there and driving back. And, you know, drive time, prep time and workout time. It's like two and a half hours. No, is that right? You know, it could be like, yeah, 30 minutes driving there, 30 minutes back. Hour for the workout, there's two hours. Hour and a half for the workout, then that's two and a half hours. Like... You know, it was nice to have a whole bunch of extra time. It was really nice. It was kind of cool not to have to, like, wake up and, like, rush off to the gym. Not going to lie. I did get on the scale and notice, and I never weigh myself, but I was like, huh, I wonder what's going on with my muscle because I just look kind of soft. You know what I mean? And I don't know how much of that's in my head, but for sure I've lost some muscle because I can tell. And when I got on the scale, I was down a few pounds And that's weird because I'm eating the same way. So I'm assuming that's probably muscle loss, but I'll get it back quick enough. And I need to because like as Kristen pointed out to me, you know, Kristen is my boss. She's the podcast manager and she's the Chalene manager too. But she was like, hey, you know, are you struggling right now to get into your creative zone without your workouts? And I was like, oh my gosh, that explains so much because I have been, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning, like I, I have been kind of struggling to get in that zone. And as someone with ADHD, there's so many things I do habitually to kind of get in the zone and I need to do those things to get myself focused. And I was like, how in the world did I not even think about the fact that's part of the the struggle or the problem recently. But today I did a cycling workout. I mean, it wasn't intense, but I just wanted to see if I could do it and it felt great. And so that's coming back into my life. Bob. So we have been able to see Bob every single day. At first, Brett and I were both going every day and then we realized, you know, we should probably divide and conquer. And I'm sure at some point we need to like lighten it up and maybe not go every day. I don't know but right now I just want to see him every day and I think Brett does too so the last couple of days though we've been alternating like he went today and I'll go tomorrow and how's he doing hmm well I've noticed a little decline and I don't know if that decline is just normal decline or if it's from the stress of not being with us or family it's hard to say My guilt wants to take that on. My guilt wants to feel very responsible for the decline that I see. It's not major. It's more like he's looping faster. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's always asked the same questions over and over and over and over and over again. But usually you could distract him pretty easily. And then it would be a while before, when I say a while, like maybe... 20 minutes before he'd ask that question again. And now he's kind of asking it back to back. So I don't know how much of that is stress, but here's what's a fact is the people there are amazing. When I say amazing, I don't even have words. Literally they've studied him. They care about him. They send photos and updates, even though we're going to be there every day, like the other day, because they knew he loves arranging flowers. One of the I think they're nurses. One of the nurses brought in all these vases and with their own dime went and bought fresh flowers and asked Bob to help make arrangements for all the tables. And then sent me pictures of it. I was like, oh my, I mean, what a special group of people that are there. And they really take special care and consideration to challenge him, to understand how each patient, resident is different. Like they know that with Bob, you, you can't ask him to do things. You have to ask him if he will help. If you ask him if he will help, he'll do things. And but with all that being said, they still are in charge of a lot of people. And so he can't have constant around the care one hundred percent one person focused and engaged with him all day, which is what was happening when he was living with us. You know, his diet is different there. It's you know, we were really like had focused a lot on his diet, and we could see a huge difference when we decreased his sugar and increased his healthy fat intake, and we were making sure that he was, you know, pretty much eating a nearly keto, I don't want to say strict keto, but really pretty keto, all unprocessed for the most part, and just really monitoring his supplementation, his sleep, you know, or tracking his sleep with an Aura Ring, you know, so he was just in the absolute perfect environment where two people were focused on everything for him and that just wasn't maintainable it just wasn't you know we were getting pretty exhausted doing that and it's just not you know there he's eating a healthy diet but i don't know that there's someone there making sure that he's you know not getting too much sugar i i don't know that they I just don't know yet enough about like what they're doing in terms of supplements like you know there's a little station where the residents are doled out their prescription medications and we had them taking I don't know probably 15 different supplements a day I can't ask them to do that can I I don't know you know just kind of getting our bearings there and And working through a lot of guilt. I'm not going to lie. And I know those of you who have been through this know what I'm talking about. But it's hard. I struggle. And I know Brett does. With this feeling like. Just feeling guilty. Like we should have tried longer. And I know we did our best. And I know that's not what Bob would want. But I can't lie. I just feel it and I don't like it and I hate this disease so much. It is so weird. It is such a weird disease but I do love going there to visit him because I love all of the residents. I love them. There's this one little lady who every time she sees me she grabs my hand and she looks at my nails because you know I've got my long gel nails and her nails are her own and they're beautiful. I mean they're long and they're perfectly manicured i think i saw her daughter come to visit her last weekend and i i'm going to assume it's her daughter who you know, gives her these perfectly manicured nails, but they're just gorgeous. And you just see the pride that she has in these nails. It's really cute. And then there's this other little lady that every time she sees me, she just keeps asking me when the bus is coming. Do you know when the bus is coming? And I said, I'm not sure I can check. And then sometimes then I realize, like, oh, just tell her a time. I'm like, I think in about an hour, she's like, are you certain? And I said, well, I'm, I'm pretty certain. So she's just constantly asking about the bus. You know, they all have their own special loop, if you will. At least that's what I've noticed. And they worry. You know, I think that's a pretty common trait for people with Alzheimer's. Like, they're worried about something. Not all. I'm learning more about this disease than I even thought I would when Bob was living with us. But anyways, yeah, just kind of coping with that. I try not to think about it too much because it does put a pit in the bottom of my stomach. And I miss him. And he's so sweet. And he just, you know, even though he gets confused by who we are. Like I know sometimes he introduces Brett as his dad and his brother, you know, he says, sometimes he calls me a nice friend or, and his daughter, but he always says, I love you. I love you so much. No one's gonna love you more than me. He says that. And that to me says he knows our relationship. He might forget the word to describe it. He might be confused by, you know, I'm related to him or Brett's related to him or family's related to him but he the love he knows still he he still really knows that it's really interesting so that's the update for this week got some great episodes coming for you next week got some really cool if you have ADHD and you're kind of an entrepreneurial type and interested in a lot of different things I definitely want you to listen to the episode I did yesterday came out on Thursday for build your tribe with Angie Lee I think that'll be pretty interesting for you Hope, hopefully very helpful and I just want to thank those of you who are in the pod squad because I, I love jumping in there and reading your feedback on the episodes and it's kind of cool too when you guys mention older episodes that you've discovered and you're like you remember how it helped you and you go back to those, those I love reading that anyways if you're not a member of the pod squad there's always links to that good stuff in the show notes below the podcast art I love you I really do. I love you to pieces. I love you. I love you. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.